Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals Cardinals podcast. Hey, it's Johnny. It's Bo here on a football Friday, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your programming. Got some chatter in the chat. He's at Bo Brock. I'm at Johnny Venerable and uh, got a little nugget to talk about here. Bo Brock, as it relates to who else? The Cardinals all pro safety. Buda Baker will he or won't he show up ahead of training camp. And I think we kind of got an answer, but not really. Yeah, not really. I mean, could it look like mini camp look like? Could it be a hold in potentially? I mean, we can kind of go through this and really examine what Buda Baker and what his representation, his, his agent said today and was relaying via good morning football. And we'll definitely get into that, but I think it's, it, it, there are, it's pointing to, resolution at some point yeah. and to so. the Arizona Cardinals and its heart and its soul and Buda Baker returning to the playing field come this fall and before then in preparing for the season, which is, is good for all parties involved. Absolutely. We got some good stuff in the chat. Michael Evans, great person. Yes. Great player. Yes. But getting tired of the BS. <laughs> I think a lot of Cardinal fans are, are feeling that way. The hold ins last year, Really left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And I was watching, not to call it the team site, I was watching a, a video from the team site with Craig Graylew and Danny Sarek and Darren Urban. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Danny Sarek who said, I don't expect a hold in. I, I can't imagine that that's not what happens unless he gets a new contract. I, I think, I mean, the, what we saw during minicamp and, and mandatory camp before the break that we're in right now was, yeah, he was on the sideline, he was hanging out with his team members. And he wasn't practicing. He was he was in his bare feet walking around, right? He right. was engaged with his teammates. But, I mean, like anybody who feels like he's going to be padded up, running around out there, being the number three that we all know and love, without yeah. a little bit more in his pocket, I just, how does that benefit Buda Baker? He's already taken this stance. He has to be traded. Now he wants to be paid fairly. And we we knew it was about money from from the jump. And it's like, what what good does it do him to not continue to, try to use the, the leverage that he has by sitting on the sideline. 
Yeah, and, and you know, Buda Baker has alluded to the Arizona Cardinals and him coming to some sort of resolution, not like a full-on extension and him securing the bag over again as the top paid safety. And, and you know, Mike Garofolo said that much, and we'll get into what he said. But I, I think that, you know, th- there is time. Like, we know Jonathan Gannon, as he said, he was going to take this time. He's celebrating his 10th wedding anniversary with his wife. He's going across water i believe that he that's the way he described his his trip uh he's out of the country and then you got yeah. uh monty austin ford who who told us he was going to minnesota for a couple days maybe weeks this summer so are they working on it like right now right now probably not but there's going to be time between training camp and now that they can iron out the details of this. And I think we've talked about this a lot. And in this, we might be part of Michael Evans, you know, uh, getting tired of the Buda Baker story, but you know, that's what you get by having a a daily podcast that covers the Cardinals is we're going to talk about it until there's a resolution. Um, But it's been, it liked the D hop thing. It started, you know, fairly early in the off season and it hasn't, it hasn't been prioritizing. And I understand that, right? I mean, Monty awesome for it. He had a big job to take care of in cleaning up this mess and getting this 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 organization primed and prepared for the upcoming season and beyond. And it took a lot of heavy lifting and as far as prioritizing a guy that uh, is under contract for the next two seasons, uh, I just don't think that was top priority. And, and I think there was the expectation like, look, we understand your frustration, but give us be be a little patient and and I know that you know you're trying to leverage a deal here uh as as uh our guy Brad Spielberger said get you know your few bites at the apple while you can and and they're going to do that and they're going to listen and I think they're going to negotiate something in the form of a restructure but yeah let's get into it let's 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 hear what Mike Garofolo said today on Good Morning Football he was he was talking with Buda Baker's agent uh, and, and texting back and forth with him all show long, and this is what he told us. He doesn't want to be the highest paid safety. He never said that. Now the highest paid safety right now is Derwin James, who I think is a David client, if I'm not mistaken. He is. Uh, 19 uh, million and change for him right now. Buda Baker is ninth. This is a five-time Pro Bowler, two-time or three-time All-Pro. Uh, so David uh, Mulligetta continued and said he just wants to be paid fairly for what he brings to the table. He told the team before the season started uh, that he wanted to go play for a contender. He doesn't. Uh, he didn't want to be part of a rebuild. And he said his agent, David is his agent, so he's quoting himself in the third person, his agent believes it's time the Cardinals extend Buddha uh, if they believe that he is a long-term part of their future plans. So uh, it's an under-the-radar storyline, and it should be yeah. on the radar, so we'll see how yeah. this goes as training camp approaches. Again, Buddha Baker, who was there for minicamp, said he will be there for training camp. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think Austin Ford, it's less about the money at this point, and it's more about the precedent because we've said this all along. They've got, what, $20, $25 million in cap. Kick them an extra $5 million and let's let's ride. Let's buckle up into the 2023 season. It's not our money. Cardinals, they don't need an extra $5 million next year in free agency to roll over. I think it's the the principle of the thing. I, I like the longer this goes, because I was with you after you know mini camp and mandatory camp in early June when you were out there with with the Cardinals and and you saw Booty's engagement on the side. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna get done. Something's mm-hmm. gonna get ha- something's gonna happen with Buda Baker, and and we're gonna be able to have a nice break here before the start of the season. 
nothing's nothing's happening. And they're putting that out there for a reason. You got to believe his agents putting that out there with Mike Galifaro and company like, hey, guys, we we, we would like for something to get done because prepare for yeah. something similar that, that you just experienced. And I, I think this is Austin Ford saying, like, I don't I don't play ball like Steve Kime. Uh, Steve Kime, who bent to the knee for Marcus Golden and DJ Humphreys last year for new deals that did not turn out well for the Cardinals, at least in 2023. I know Humphreys is back, but it's a bad contract. I mean, and so yeah. it's I, I don't think Buda Baker is in their wheelhouse. And I think that's why it's especially frustrating for fans is you you want number three repping the bird on the helmet this fall, but at the same time, it's like it doesn't matter who you are. This this is Austin Ford's stance, and they are breaking bad habits. And I'm you know, I'm sure that Michael Bidwell has a say into this too. It's just like we got pulled around by players in the past, and I, I'm all for player empowerment, especially when you're as productive as Buda Baker. But I also understand that this franchise has been so dysfunctional for so long under Steve Kime. They have to set some some boundaries and some guidelines for players. And and for Buda Baker to come out as as brash as he was through his agency, saying, I want to trade right before the draft. Trade me. I don't want to be here. And and to kind of walk it back at this point, but give me a little bit more money. I'm I'm with um, you know, the folks that I mentioned, like Derrick Henry got a new deal, but it wasn't ugly. I mean, that we forget because we were wrapped up in draft season. We were focusing on the prospects. That was ugly. That was not a good period for the Cardinals and Buda Baker. And I wonder if there's just some still some some difficult feelings to to overcome. And I go back to that original point where I, I'm not going to tell Buda what to do. Go get your money. But Austin Ford and Gannon had barely been on the job, and you had Buda Baker asking for more money. That that's a tough look. It, it, look, it's a tough look, but it sometimes is necessary, and it's the business side of of football. And we saw it with Kyler Murray it played out, and the team obliged the kind of public forum to sling mud uh, between both parties, and it was it was brutal. And at the end of the day, it was it was it didn't work out for for both. I mean, it worked out for Kyler Murray and his representation that they signed two hundred thirty and a half million dollar contract with a lot of guarantees, right? Uh, but as far as you know, moving forward in the in the public perception of Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, it wasn't it wasn't great. I think this has played out a little different. Like there's been no statement from Buda Baker's representation, but there have been statements with, you know, Buda Baker not being there all the way up until minicamp and then being at minicamp and being there, but not available to practice with his teammates. Um, I, I think that this is just, you see even the most beloved players sometimes have their hand forced and in, in, in try to create leverage whenever possible. And this just happens to be it. I mean, he's 27 years old. He said he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. He wants to play on a, on a contending team. He's been a part of this organization since 2017 and been on one winning team. And he's done nothing but what's been asked of him and beyond. And I think that the Arizona Cardinals, they do need to be in the business of reward players that do everything right and, and the players that even transcend the playing field. So it, it's it's a balance, right? And I think I've gotten the sense that, you know, I, I understand, look, they're not going to lock Buda Baker into this lucrative deal that's going to make him once again the top paid safety, but are they going to float him some money to maybe keep him happy and reward him and, and, and show that he's valued to this organization. I, I think that that's very realistic. And when you look at, like I said, the priority list of what they had to kind of go through this, this off season. And if you even just to, to use the previous regime, which is never is rarely a good example is like, 
there is a hierarchy of the priorities, right? And and Kyler Murray was ahead of DJ Humphreys and Marcus and, and DJ Humphreys was ahead of Marcus Golden. And I think Buda Baker is somewhere like his time is coming between now and training camp. And I and I would feel pretty confident that they get something ironed out. But we did get a little nugget from Mike Garofolo as we've been talking about this uh, for over a month. And, and I, this is one of the things that I thought was an option. And it's already been done. This is per Mike Garofolo of NFL Network. Uh, he tweeted out about Buda Baker. Point of clarification on my clip from earlier, Buda Baker has two years left on his deal, and we knew that, right? We talk about it all the time, mm-hmm. but the 2024 season was an option here. The Cardinals have already picked that up. Wow. So they've locked him in beyond this season. So they didn't wait along, uh, they didn't wait around for that. That deal's done. He's he's under contract with the Arizona Cardinals for the next two seasons. So that's basically set up. Now, do they want to start maybe giving him more financial security and guaranteeing some money in the 2024 year, which really doesn't have anything? Maybe that's an option for him. You know, and what are they going to do? Outright cut Buda Baker after this year? I don't think that's an option. So it's I think this gives him some security. I really do. I, I know that he would rather hit free agency sooner rather than later, have another franchise pay him. But I, I think this is substantial because, again, if you're Buda Baker, you know, with or without a new contract now, you've got two years left. And if the Cardinals choose to cut you, which they won't, the Cardinals aren't cutting Buda Baker. They're not going to be in a position where even with his cap pickup of next year, I have to double check on over the cap combo. It's under $20 million for a team that's going to have $100 million to spend in free agency. Like, are they going to, if if they cut Buda Baker, yeah, there's no dead money associated to that, but that's just like him hitting free agency, right? That he can go out and, and, and play for another team if he wants to. I guess the only, you know, kind of asterisk to that is he, he doesn't have any guarantees in 2024, right? So if he doesn't have right. any guarantees in 2024, if he gets hurt this year, then he sets himself up to not have any guaranteed dollars coming his way after becoming injured. And I think... To your point, Bo, that's the probably the point of contention. Yeah. How much money can they guarantee in, in 2024? Um, but if like who picked up that option? Did Austin Ford pick up that option? Did Steve Kine pick up that option before he was gone? When when it when did that happen? Because if it was Austin Ford, then I then I would call BS on Monty Austin Ford. Monty, you're okay, you're picking this up next year. Let's give the guy a little bit of security. You mm-hmm. want him on the team, otherwise, you would leave it open-ended. But if it was Steve Kime that says, no, Brandon, we're going to pick up the option, which, again, is that is crazy that that just came out today because yeah. we had kind of been highlighting that piece of, well, will they or won't they pick up his option? Uh, you know, after not, you know, opting to give him more money, we we were on the side for a little bit of, well, they just probably, he won't be around next year. Right. And if they I'm, don't pick up his option, he can hit free agency and they can get a comp pick. So, very interesting note by Gallerfollow there. Yeah, his base salary in 2024 is just 14.2 million dollars. Uh, he got a prorated bonus of just under four million, and in both this season and the next season, there's just there's no guaranteed salary. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's got a cap number 16.8 and 17.9 over the next two seasons, which is seven percent of the cap. You know, it, I, I think that that's. As far as what, when you ask an NFL player in a cap league, you know, what's the ultimate sign of respect? And it's guaranteed money. And for a player yeah. to be sitting there uh, without any, uh, despite, you know, where he stands as far as the rankings, is as far as where he's the highest compensated 
player at his position, like that's all well and good, but they're looking for their next guarantee. Like, because especially at such a violent position as safety. And if Buda Baker plays at the, the style that he plays and he goes out there and he, and he launches himself into an opposing running back and he's out for the rest of the year. And then the Cardinals just decide to say, eh, you're gone. He's got no financial insurances after that. I think that that's at least what the Arizona Cardinals can do, uh, you know, over the next two seasons and, and maybe add something on the back end of that, maybe an extra year and, and give them some sort of financial security. I mean, I think that's the least they could do. Yeah. I, well, we've been saying that since since the beginning. And I come yeah. back to nothing that they do with Buda Baker is going to hamper them cap wise, especially now that they picked up his option. Like he's in the fold. He's an Arizona Cardinal right now on the books for the next two years, pending, you know, something unforeseen. Now, you could say the same thing about, well, Zach Ertz's contract runs through 2024, James Conner, and we all expect those players potentially be one and done under Austin Ford and Gannon, but we don't know that definitively. But I will say, like, Buda Baker, if it's Austin Ford that picked up the option, I'd love to know that, Bo, if he's made available during during training camp. I'm sure you and the rest of the media are going to ask, yeah. like, okay, you picked up his option, like, now what? If he really is part of the future, maybe we get resolution before then. But I think fans would would love resolution too. I, I know you know people are are allowed to have their own opinion on this. And again, the Cardinals do not deserve the benefit of the doubt for very much lately, on and off the field. <laughs> but I, I again, I will back Austin Ford to the mindset of yeah. I watched my predecessor kind of get walked over by players during the end of his tenure. Like I can't set that precedent. I have to be able to say, hang tight, we're not doing this, I'm not going to be dictated by agents. I mean, if you saw, if you missed it, it's just how stone cold of a killer he was during that first round of the NFL draft. I, I can't imagine what he's like to negotiate contracts with. And we mentioned this earlier, Bo, he has not given out a, a real contract yet. Like, the the contracts that they signed, with all due respect in March, were not real contracts. Those were, hey, I want to play for your team. Okay, we'll see if you can stick around through you know training camp outside of Kazir White, which was a John Gannon, you know, recommendation. Right. Everybody else was, we could cut you in a second and it wouldn't matter against right. the cap, right? Maybe you'll make it through training camp. Maybe you'll be on the team. He has not gone out and said, here's a bunch of guaranteed dollars to X player for 2023, 2024, 2025, what have you. And I, again, I think that just, it's his mindset right now is I'm not going to yeah. be told when and how to spend our money. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate, right? Is it bad timing for Buda Baker, who who certainly has earned this respect, no matter who the the general manager is, who the head coach is, or you know what's going on and on and off the field? It's a guy that's just done his job. Um, it, it, but there's when we talk about setting a precedent at some point, like there's there's a lot we don't know about Monty Austin for the general manager. I mean, there's a lot to like so far. I mean, you mentioned just the the bulldog was that was in the draft war room and that was just, you know, getting deals done on on the phone, moving up and down the draft board, c- accumulating assets and getting their guy in Paris Johnson Jr. in the first round and, and then even beyond that and trading down and getting B.J. Ujolari in the second round and accumulating more picks. Like, he's a stone-cold killer, but we don't know, like, what he looks like negotiating big deals with with you know bringing guys to this team keeping guys 
in the organization, you know, there is going to be a time where he sets the precedent. There is going to be a time that he's going to reward a player for its his performance in on and off the field. He's going, we still don't know what it looks like trading players uh, either for picks or trading players for other players. We, we just, there's still a lot we haven't learned about Monty awesome for that are key parts of being a successful general manager in this league. Yeah. And you know what, at the end of the day, Buda Baker, his legacy, I think, is cemented as an Arizona Cardinal. And so had they dealt him, had they cut him, had they released him, um, should they give him more money? Like, I, I don't think Buda has anything left to prove. Um, because when you're drafted by Steve Kime and you're part of the dysfunction that was 2017, 2018, 2019, right? And you had a, a brief period of success for about a year and a half. And then you go back into disarray last year and he's the only glue guy outside of J.J. Watt who no one questions his loyalty. He's got a new contract every time he sneezes, right? And it's like Buda Baker probably looks at that. It's like, why am I being discriminated against? Because I play safety. You right. know, at the end of the day, my value to the Cardinals probably means more even to like a team like the Chargers with Derwin James. I'm the heartbeat of this franchise. And I think he's got a point there. I've always been of that mindset that he his contributions to the Cardinals go beyond the stat sheet, right? And the Cardinals have so few great players. Why are you making it difficult with one singular player? It's just bad timing. It's really bad timing because the Cardinals have been enabled by people with bad habits that are no longer, thankfully, a part of the organization. So you've got a new GM that's trying to carve out his own path and not enabling some of the prior bad habits by the prior regime, right? And then you've got an all-pro safety who thinks it's time for more money, right? I mean, it just... Had Buda Baker, you know, had the wherewithal in hindsight, he probably would have tried to attack this last offseason with Steve Kime at the helm and say, hey, Steve, <laughs> it's time to restructure my deal. He probably would have gotten paid, right? Right. But the Cardinals were projected to be a playoff team, and Kingsbury and Kime had just gotten extensions, and he's probably like, oh, no, I need to get my money, and there are new people involved. Maybe he saw the Cardinals as vulnerable, but in hindsight, I mean, when you're cutting Buda, DeAndre Hopkins – for nothing in return and paying him $21 million to go away. That tells you Monty's sending a message to everybody. And we put it out yep. after that happened. Unless you are a rookie or on a rookie deal, making no money. I mean, you, anything could happen to you. You could be released. You could be traded. And, and unfortunately that's the same thing goes for Buda Baker. I hope they get something done, but ball, I, I'd be lying to you. Everybody in this chat mm -hmm. that I, I thought they'd have something done by now. I thought we'd get to July. It'd be, it'd be remedied. We, we could focus on football. And again, the fact that this is still in the news cycle tells me Buddhist people want it to be kept in the news cycle. I just, I, I think that as far as the timing, why hasn't it been done yet? I mean, it, overall, like it, it's the, we need it now world we live in. I, I think that's part of it. I mean, they, they broke mandatory mini camp a couple weeks ago and we're four weeks away from but training. Didn't it feel camp. like we had momentum at that point though. He Austin Ford and Gannon came out and said, we're talking, we're, right. we're having conversations. Yeah, Gannon was like, Hey, that we're, we'll get booted out there when we get him out there. He's dealing with the business side of things right uh you know and, and that that seems like you know there's at least discussions going on but to for for garofolo to be getting text messages from buda baker's agent to your point from earlier like it seems like the agent is saying hey 
we're, we're still waiting here. We're still waiting and we're looking for a f- what, what boot is asking and requesting is a fair deal. He doesn't want to pay, be the highest paid safety, uh, not looking to try to put himself atop any kind of earnings list, but he wants something fair. And, and, and when we talk about fairness in, in this day and age, as far as the NFL, it's guaranteed dollars in 2023 and 2024, Buda Baker has as much as you and I have. Go get your money. Get your money, Buddha. Get your money, folks, with BetMGM bonus bets. BetMGM, of course, the home of PHNX Cardinals this fall at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium every single football Sunday. It'll be myself, Bull Brock, the entire PHNX Cardinals crew. We're hanging out pre-postgame halftime show. And in the meantime, check out the BetMGM bonus bets starting Friday, June 23rd. So it's been happening for a hot minute all throughout the course of the summer, BetMGM players will receive a bonus bet upon logging into the sportsbook every single Friday for the next three weeks. Have it ready on your smart device. Claim period extends through the weekend. You've got a 72-hour claim period and then 72 hours to get that bonus bet in. See, they give you some time now, but it will disappear after 72 hours. So again, log in and claim it. Do not wait. And don't wait right now to download the BetMGM app Use that bonus code PHNX. Now, there's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our folks in Arizona, place your first bet, and uh, you're going to get an offer to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if you lose it. Again, that's with your first bet with BetMGM. Make sure you're using that bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to our guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Let's uh, cheers to it being Friday here, Football Friday, and let's cheers with the delicious Four Peaks. Can't go wrong with any of the wide array of Four Peaks beers that they brew right there on location, 8th Street in Tempe. Check it out. It's the official beer of PHNX Sports. The flagship kilt lifter goes so hard. Summer months, I'm a big wow wheat beer guy because it's just so it's so refreshing it's great for the pool side if you're an ipa guy or gal they got so many ipas for you they got the raj they got the hop not can't go wrong with any of those of course they're just churning out just different beers like they had the green tea lager in this in october it's going to be here before you know it i think at the end of august they're going to start to release the pumpkin porter which is so delicious can't wait for that and you got to be locked into their social media for different events like that when are they going to drop the beer they'll let you know at four peaks brew and at four peaks pub on twitter and instagram you can get in on some great contests like they gave away some diamondback tickets at one point it was d-backs four seats from four peaks they're helping out teachers you gotta be in on all of this about arizona's favorite craft brewery four peaks on your socials and of course checking them out online at four peaks uh, brewingco.com and you gotta be 21 years old when you drink it you gotta also drink it responsibly uh, free matter for the blind. I have a gambling problem. I should have bet the Cardinals in 2021, not 2022. Listen, join the club. I, I We were on this show upteen times last year saying, you know, I think probably bet the over. I think the over was like eight, eight and a half. I'm at safe. The NFC is so bad. They'll sleepwalk their way to nine wins. They're too talented, right? Turns out 
It's a tough yeah. watch. Tough watch watching the Redbirds lose seven in a row. We would have uh, old takes exposed would have crushed us, crucified us uh, after what we were gearing people up for the 2022 season, which ended up in just four wins. Yeah, four and 13. But look, I think uh, it was a necessary evil for to, to kind of put it into Steve Kimes reign of this organization and then also get rid of Cliff Kingsbury, uh, who seemed like he was just overmatched by the end of it. Get some uh, fresh eyes on this for the first time in nearly three decades. They get the GM and Monty Ossenfort in, Bossenfort, and then you get uh, Jonathan Gannon, who seems like he's a rising star as far as a head coach. I mean, we still got a lot, see a lot. You know, I talk about what we haven't seen from Monty so far uh, due to him kind of having to clean up the mess. Still has a lot to prove as a GM. So does Jonathan Gannon on the playing field. But as does quarterback Kyler Murray, we're, we're excited to see what Kyler Murray is going to look like in a new offense, Johnny. Yeah, we're excited not to read any more offseason lists that have Kyler Murray behind Daniel <laughs> Jones. But in light of that, Bull Brock, you know, there, the, Kyler Murray's swing rate for this year, not his baseball swing, but the swing in terms of how many games he plays could go anywhere. And I think that's why our friends at BetMGM, among other sports books, they're not putting him on there because no one really knows. It's one of the great mysteries, right, of the NFL season. When will Kyler Murray return and again if you ask a novice fan he's not coming back this year that's a big reason why people think the cardinals are going to have the first overall pick however i mean we follow this team on a regular basis had an opportunity to connect with jonathan gannon at the nfl combine bo you've talked with him since it's they're going to use kid gloves on k1 but anytime you see his workout videos he's engaged he's out on the practice field um what would you deem a successful season for Kyler Murray to look like. I want everybody to give their opinions in the chat, but I'm going to pose it first to my co-hosts here. At the end of 2023, the end of the 2023 NFL season, if if everybody's like, yeah, Kyler's our guy, what a great year, a success. What right. would Kyler Murray have had to have done, Bo Brock, for, for you to have said that? I think the, the, the number one thing for Kyler Murray is finish the season from the point he returns to the, to the end of it. Cause we haven't seen Kyler Murray okay. stay consistently healthy. So coming off the serious knee injury, get in there. Don't get it. Don't, don't deal with an ankle injury. Don't deal with a hamstring like he did last year. That also took him out of action. When he gets back in the lineup, stay in the lineup from there on forward. And if he can play, you know, 10 to 11 games, you look at what Jacoby Brissett did in the Browns offense, you have to look at that and then inflate those numbers. He's got to be way better than what Jacoby Brissett did, which was like 66% completion percentage, like 2,600 yards. I think he had like 12 touchdowns to six picks and over 200 yards rushing. So take those numbers and put them on steroids like it's the 98 baseball season. Inflate those a little bit. He's got to be somewhere like close to 3,000 yards passing. You know, he's a much more accurate passer, so probably 68%. Uh, and then, yeah, I think like anywhere from 16 to 20 t- passing touchdowns is realistic if he's playing from 10 to 11 football games next year. Yeah, I think I echo all that. I would say I, I put a I put a number on it. What is he laughing at? Laughing at the I'm sorry, I'm out of breath. We signed so many free agents an hour ago. I don't even know what to do right now, Johnny. I hate that man. It's like, can we can we Throwing get it in our hunt? face? You know, we we're sitting here, sitting on our hands, basically all off season until draft night, and they we can't a go a day without breaking news on the Suns beat. You would have thought we won the Super Bowl when Kazir White joined this team. Uh, and, they, you know, they get an all-star every other day. Not they. We. We we love the Suns. We're happy for them. But come on, guys. Like, when's our time? When's our time to shine? Well, Kyler Murray, 
listen, I echo your comments. I mean, 3,000 yards passing, I think, is a lot, especially given new offense and an offense that I, I don't think sure. is going to throw a ton. If he plays 12 games, which means he would miss five weeks, I think that is a huge, fat, roaring success, no matter really what the on-field product looks like. Because I, I don't I don't ever remember a time in Kyler's career when he was just outright bad. He's had some mediocre stretches. He's been okay, and then he's been good to great to elite. So I think if you get 12 weeks of Kyler Murray, that's a, that's a home run. I mean, if, let's say two-thirds of the season is probably a better way for me to articulate it. So, you know, 11, 12 games, because I think at that point, if Kyler Murray plays double-digit games this year, they're not drafting Caleb Williams because I think they're just going to be too competitive yeah, unless Kyler the, Murray. Unless it's the if Texans I, pick, right? Yeah, I mean that's when things get really dicey. <laughs> just, what if what if Kyler Murray? What if the team starts Owen or I'm sorry, one in five, and he misses right. six games, and Kyler comes back in eleven games, he goes five and six, overachieves, plays almost five hundred ball, and they're six and eleven. I mean that that would be very tempting for them to say, well, let's run it back with K one. Yeah, no, it it it. it, it, it it's, but you're still looking at it like, okay, you've got this business wise. Does it make sense to, we, we, and, and I think Kyler Murray becomes a, a better asset, right? At that point, people, he, he opens people's eyes again, shows that he can, that he can play and he, he can elevate a team. I think that there's so many quarterback hungry teams out there that it still doesn't get him out of the woods as far as continuing on as their franchise signal caller, but it, it gives you more confidence. Like, I know three thousand yards seems like it's it's far fetched, but I mean that's that would be an eleven game clip. I mean that's just over what two hundred and seventy yards. He's around two fifty per game, and I think in a more run heavy offense that it's probably on the lower side, like twenty seven hundred yards passing. But I mean when you think about where he can improve just by playing in maybe a more efficient offense that's going to have better balance. I mean, he's not going to like, if they stack the box solely on the run, then Kyler Murray becomes a deadly passer once again, you know, and it's gonna, he's also, he's obviously going to have more big plays than he had last year. I mean, if you look at his numbers and his passing numbers were way down, just 2,300 passing yards in the 11 games that he played and there were just no big plays. And that's going to be so important for uh, for Petsing to put him in a position to hit on some big plays, uh, especially when, when defenses creep up to slow down the run game. Yeah, well, Kyler just hasn't had the benefit of a consistent run game ever. I mean, he is the run game in a lot of seasons. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Sly, can you trade K1 for another first-rounder in 2024? It really just kind of depends, but it's kind of my next point or my next question I'm going to pose to everybody, because I, I think this season has a chance to be one of the more interesting layered seasons we've ever had. Because if if you start slow and Kyler is available, but you're really struggling, like how how quickly are you to break glass in case of emergency? Or how quickly are you just to say, hey, K1, we're gonna, we might ride this out because this is trending in a certain direction and it's just not going to benefit anybody. I think Kyler Murray is good enough to win games by himself. Can he do that though in a new offense coming off a torn ACL? I, I just what happens with this team, Bo Brock? And I, I people, this is this is not gloom and doom. I think this is fascinating. Yeah. What if what if what if they're zero and seven? They're zero and mm-hmm. seven. It's late October. Are you ready just to trot out Kyler Murray, or do you eat it for you know ten more games 
and and keep Kyler Murray sidelined. Uh, I don't know if you, I don't think this coaching staff is capable of eating it. I don't know if Kyler Murray's capable of eating it. Like you could, you could push it maybe a couple more weeks, right? And and that would probably translate to a couple more losses, right? But as far as keeping him out of the lineup and JG keeping, not putting him in the lineup, I, I don't think that they would ever just be like, hey, we're going to shut it down for the better, like a better draft pick. And I, I, I think that this organization, the, the people they put in place on the coaching staff are too competitive. But also, you know, JG said he's got to be 100% in two categories, and that's physically and mentally. And if, if it's not without a shadow of a doubt, they're both spots. Uh, I, I think that they could hesitate to put him. And deploy who's, Kyler Murray. Who's dictating that? Whose decision is that? Because you know Kyler's going to want to get out there and prove mm-hmm. everybody wrong and guns ablazing to to make up for everything that's gone on in the past. Like, it's just there's there's a lot of gray areas with this entirety of the, this scenario, and the fact that you've got a generational prospect looming just makes it all the more fascinating. I I just I feel like I don't think Houston's going to get the first overall pick. I I think there are I think there are a couple other teams in the AFC that are worse. But I, I think I think the Cardinals, and we've talked about this, Bo, like they cannot be competitive for 17 weeks with Colt McCoy, Jeff Driscoll, David Blau. Like you, if you're starting that caliber of player on this team, you want the number one pick, right? But if Kyler Murray comes back, that muddles the situation for that, right? I, I think a lot is going to be dictated, like how do they start I, in a weird way? Kyler no, Murray for sure. Returning, yeah, absolutely, like, but... What if Colt steals two games in the first six weeks or something like that? Yeah, I mean, and and that that would be ideal. But with what Jalen Blair's saying, if K one is healthy enough to play, and the cards were zero and seven, there's probably not going to be sit out. Gannon and Monty will lose the team, and and I agree with that. Like, and you're not thinking of you know the guys in contract years. You're thinking about the guys you just drafted in this organization. And if you don't show fight, if you don't show that you're doing week in and week out everything you can to win football games, including putting, you know, arguably your best player, the guy that, that can get you some doves, you know, that's going to leave a, a bad taste in the mouth of, of people that you want it, that you want to develop. And they're going to remember those moments. Like, Hey, you didn't, we're out there trying to win football games and, and you guys are, are not. And I don't think that's a president. And we talk about presidents, you know, throughout this episode, that's a bad president to set. And in this day and age, like I, 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 I guarantee Imani and JG, they've got a bit of a, a longer leash than, than most of the 31 other franchises in the league. But at the end of the day, like this is a, this is a league where you're based on your performance, and if they if they go in seven and and then lay down the rest of the season and and are you know a one win team, I mean we saw with a three win team, this organization say it just they lost the locker room. It wasn't you know Wilkes just couldn't inspire anybody. Uh, we're we're gonna pivot even after it's gonna be one and done. Yeah, uh, I like it. all these comments here. You guys are making a lot of sense. Uh, Daniel in the chat, I've heard this a lot. If we can get the number one pick, which let's face it, we'll probably say we trade down or, or we take uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. There, there's no guarantee that Caleb will be better than Kyler. Um, I listen. If you if you listen to analysts right now, they've already got Caleb Williams as a top five quarterback. But you're right. I mean, we talked about Matt Leinert the other day on this show. It's like players bust all the time, 
and and you know Trevor Lawrence panned out. Maybe the next great generational quarterback does not pan out. Thunder, Bo brought up this point yesterday. What if Caleb has a bad year? What if Toon has a great year? I don't know if Clayton Toon's going to play enough to constitute a great year, but we're all rooting for Clayton Toon to light it up in the preseason because that just makes things more interesting. It yeah. What hurts everything is if Clayton looks like a rookie and then they're just like, well, see, now we're going to go with Colt McCoy. But I'm all for chaos, man. Bring on the chaos when a team is in rebuild mode. What what can make the season as interesting as possible and i i think all these factors here but i just we talk about like caleb williams potentially regressing i just don't think that's possible under lincoln riley maybe a different coach but lincoln riley is just the secret sauce man how many guys has he gotten drafted overdrafted first overall pick baker mayfield he made help make kyler murray jalen hurts he rebuilt his career after leaving alabama i mean he's 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 one of the best probably three to five quarterback coaches you know, in college football, NFL combined. So I, I just, outside of a horrific injury, I mean, the Pac-12 mm. isn't isn't the SEC. Caleb's right. going to look good in, play, in plenty of games, especially when he's playing some schools out West. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I just, some things would have to go so horribly wrong for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, look, here's, here's a good problem to have. Kyler Murray has a good season. Look, Clayton Toon in his opportunities shows uh, he's capable and plays well relative to what his role is in, in Caleb Williams as a big season. Kingsbury. Kingsbury yeah. could be the could be the factor. That that would be very poetic, Brett, that if that happened, that Caleb's stock tumble because of because of Cliff. Cliff's probably best suited to be a quarterback coach, though. Offensive coordinator, don't you think, Bo? Yeah. I mean, don't mess. It's still got to be like Lincoln Riley still has to be the guy, like the primary voice that's going into the into the ears and in molding Caleb Williams needs to continue to be Lincoln Riley. And then you can have a consultant Cliff Kingsbury in the corner of the room that, <laughs> that might give him some, you know, some of the ins insight that he's had during his four years in the NFL. And then before that, his insight as far as Mahomes went in, in developing quarterbacks. And, and then his, I, I just, I, I, I'm pretty sure that Cliff Kingsbury isn't going to have a, a very big role in, in Caleb Williams junior season. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be like all those offensive coordinators Peyton Manning got promoted to head coaches. It's just like, you know, you know, success by association, Lincoln Riley, Cable. I mean, it's a smart move by Cliff. I mean, if we're yeah. being real, it's just like, hey, this is Cliff's doing. It's not, but it's I, it's, it's going to get Cliff another job, another prominent job, I would imagine, at some point. Um, Ryan, I, I know what you mean here. The, they already set, meaning the the coaching staff, the the GM already set a bad precedent by trading D-Hop. So they cut D hop, but I, I get what you're saying. Like I, and I think there's some validity to that. It's like, okay, you may, you may sit Kyler. You may not sit Kyler. That's a bad precedent. That, I mean, Deandre Hopkins is a top 10 receiver in the NFL and they told him to leave. Um, that, that again, that's going to be a long time from when training camp rolls around and maybe people have a, a short memory or maybe they don't, but I, I get what you're saying. I don't disagree with it. Cause I, again, you could spin it all you want. We're going to try to roll with young guys. If you, if you're trying to put the best 53 men out there, you're keeping DeAndre Hopkins as, as a member of your team. Um, mm, but for that price, I mean, nobody, no team has shown the willingness to want to pay him the amount of money. But the, it's really only a difference of $9 million because you're already paying him 21 and he was going to make what, close to 30? His cap is $30 million. Million And then, so if you cut him, you know, 
if it came down to it, you traded him at the deadline, or if you kept him a second after the clock hit uh, midnight at on June first, yeah. it it rolls over into the next off season. So it's like, did he, I mean, I'm sure they would have been in the conversations of keeping DeAndre Hopkins if he didn't have a thirty million dollar cap hit, and if he didn't have a you know a base salary of what he had. I'm sure they absolutely would have considered it, especially if if there wasn't, you know, the the ram the financial ramifications cap wise beyond 2023. I I, I agree with Ryan though. I just I feel like you you cut D Hop. <laughs> what what I mean? What yeah, else you could, if it's black and white, white, sure. But there's shades yeah. of gray, my guy. You're yeah, you're Mr. Shades of Gray, Fifty Shades of Gray. That is, uh, you're, you're you're Shades of Gray with your shady rays. We're going to talk about that in a second. First, I want to talk about my friends at Circle K. Listen, we're building awareness for Arizona stores and their offerings because Circle K is where it's at. Premium gas, not a premium price. Super excited. Listen, if you've if you've been at Circle K lately and you and you check out one of the pump stations and you see a PHNX Cardinals personality or PHNX personality, I should say that is not by mistake. We are here to provide. Best beer, snack, coffee selection with our friends. The premium Circle K, Premier Gas, stock up. It's America's thirst stop. It was 103 today in the East Valley. Hydrate, please, people. Hydrate with our friends at Circle K. They're helping save you money on all of your favorite beverages. Iced coffees under two bucks. How 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 great is that, right? I went to a couple fast food places lately. Now that I'm in the East Valley, I'm dabbling in some of the upper tier fast foods. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I, Ice coffees are pushing like five, six bucks. So uh, Circle K's oh, got you covered. There's, there's, there's sub two bucks, which is uh, what I like to see. Always go back to, to Old Faithful, which is Circle K. And again, you want to save even more money? Make sure you're not missing out on the exclusive SMS subscriber club. What does that mean? Text PHNX to 31310 to join the club. It's exclusive. Get in now. You get a buy one, get one free, 32 ounce. That's the big boy, friends. Polar Pop. Buy one, get one free. Hydrate. Do whatever you want to do, but do it with our friends at Circle K. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find the Circle K nearest to you. Yeah. Over the weekend uh, and into next week, celebrate freedom and celebrate 50% off. Shady Rays. Head up, hit up their website. 50% off uh, for their Independence Day sale that's going to be going on. Uh, 50% off all shades. Yeah, that's right. You can shop for yourself. You can shop men and women. Use the code JULY4 and you'll get yourself a nice little deal for their Independence Sale. You can get in on all the amazing sunglasses they have. Classic signatures, the X-Series, the Navigators, Aviators, Aviator Cross. I mean, they, they've got the whole aviation sunglass setup just cornered pretty much. So check out Shady Rays. Uh, get some for your kids as well. If you wear prescription lenses, they can hook you up. Blue light, snow goggles, you're going to hit up the slopes in the winter time. Why not get them from our friends over at Shady Rays and take advantage of their up to 50% off all shades on their website, ShadyRays.com. And if you don't get in on their Independence Day sale, of course, you can still use that PHNX code that's going to get you uh, – you can get some 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 money off, fifty percent off two or more sh- uh, pairs of polarized premium polarized sunglasses. Make sure you're doing what over two hundred fifty thousand people have rated five stars online at shadyrays.com. I bought a new tank top for Tank Tuesdays off Amazon. It is, according to my wife, hideous. hideous and you got a hideous tank top for Tank Tuesdays. Yeah. 
and she will not be seen with me in it. It is uh, white and red striped, uh, very Where's Waldo at? Ah. Uh, and so I'm dubbing it Where are the Winds tank top for Tank Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so that's a, that's a little tease. Uh, although we don't have a show on Tuesday because of the, the holiday. So we're going to do a tank Monday. What are you thinking? Oh, man. that's. I mean, I, I know I'm going to be still representing Tank Tuesday on Independence Day, July 4th. It's just it's a great day to maybe bust out a, a red, white and blue tank that I don't yes. yet own. But I sure will get yes. my stars and stripes while showing off the guns. Absolutely. Uh, so I would say... We're not going to probably do tank Monday, but we'll do, we'll be still tanking on Tuesday on gotcha. July 4th. Uh, Jose tan on point fellas. Listen, we've got the dad tans <laughs> rocking and rolling right now. Uh, everything under these clothes though, is as, as white as a ghost That's on right. Halloween. Those dungeon uh, tans. I would not uh, have it any other way. I am jealous of the Phoenix Suns though, uh, and PHNX Suns in particular. Who has the I, Who has the more elite off season though, the NBA or the NFL? Because I think the NFL has the off season, the premier. Well, they, they own the calendar, but I yeah. would say like free agency for NFL this year was a dud in terms of like where were the trades, where were the big ticket signings. Two years ago it was fantastic. We had the Devontae Adams trade, the Tyreek Hill trade. The NFL, I feel like this was a pretty a meh offseason. It's a good one for the Cardinals to sit out. We've been saying that, you know, for, for weeks now. is one of the weakest free agency periods in terms of the talent available. I think mean, like Javon Hardgrave, who went to San Francisco, was like the number one free agent. Yeah. He's over 30 years old. So, no, I just, the NBA, I mean, let's let's see some big names get dealt. Let's see this, you know, Bradley Beal. Like I, lo- the, I love Bradley the, Yeah, Beal. what's the big deal? What are the big free agent deals that have happened in the NBA today? Like, oh, cool. Kyrie Irving went to back to Dallas. Woo! Cool did NBA. He, did he sign? Did he sign there? <laughs> yeah, like three for one thirty-six or one twenty-six. I thought he was meeting know. with the Suns. I thought that was happening. I, he clearly did it in the twenty minutes between when the free agency opened and when he signed. Right. Very Twenty minutes, Austin Ford and Gannon spoke, and the tampering. It's the same window of time. Who are you, Florio? I know. I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got this. I got this stank of that interview like the, from earlier this week. The NBA me. draft happened. Like the NBA draft doesn't even it, it pales in comparison it's, it's to a, the NFL. It's a hard watching comparison, and again, that's why the the 2024 draft. Would you say the 2024 draft for the Arizona Cardinals is going to be the biggest draft? For in franchise history since since they've moved to Arizona, I, I would say that there's there's a chance that even more so in 2019 when they took Kyler Murray, I think they 2024 the stars that are in this draft, and again it could be torpedoed by injuries and holdouts or whatever nil mm-hmm. deals this fall, and in conjunction with the amount of picks they're going to have, it's gonna it's gonna be the biggest three day event for this franchise maybe since they went to the Super Bowl. I think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be an organizationally an organization changing draft. They yeah. they could add the talent necessary to absolutely just jumpstart this rebuild. Uh, and there's it feels like there's the talent to do so. I mean, I know I'm saying that on the last day of June uh, in 2023, but it really feels like when you look at the uh, 
potential quarterback talent. You know, the running back class is solid. Defensive linemen that weren't there in this draft could be their next draft. Edge rushers are solid. And then you've got a generational type wide receiver and Marvin Harrison Jr. that you're going to have not one but two picks that could be within striking distance of getting that type of player on your roster. I mean, no, it's it's going to be uh, a, a huge monumental draft for the Arizona Cardinals in 2024. I read a, a write-up on Marvin Harrison Jr. today on a prominent scouting site. Yeah? And Was it the pleats? You were, Did you have to take your pants back to the pants store after reading that? We're not going to go there. You both know I don't wear pants during the day when I broadcast. Um, so it, Jamar Chase sat out that senior year. Remember that I didn't play and he still got drafted high. This yeah. write-up uh, said that Harrison has a chance to be a superior prospect to Jamar Chase, which is just... That those are unthinkable expectations, and yeah. like, is pro comps or you know a better version of like AJ Brown? I mean, it's just his pro comps not his dad. He's not his dad in terms of like his style of game. I mean, it's he's got some fits to his game. He's got some Megatron to his game. I mean, it it is it's a generational kind of player, and that's why you know we were chatting with Brad Spielberger of, of PFF earlier this week, and Brad was like, well, maybe they'll flip a high pick for a for a proven player and give him a contract. I just not this offseason, right. excuse me, not not in 2024, not when that's staring down 10, 15 years of, of Hall of Fame candidacy for a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. I, I don't know, man. It just it feels like anything outside of the first overall pick, that's going to be the number one player on their board. It just has to be. Remember how nasty Marvin Harrison Sr. was? And he was undersized. And it, Marvin Harrison Jr. has size. He's got physicality and athleticism, mm-hmm. and it's... He's scary, man. He is. They beat Georgia if they don't take him out. They the Ohio State does easily. Yeah. They beat they beat Georgia. Um, he's the best wide receiver prospect since Megatron. I mean, yeah, and Megatron went to Georgia Tech and flew a little bit under the radar. Chase right. was great, but it, we can't. We were robbed of that next year. He should have been right. allowed to, to go into the draft, and it was the COVID situation didn't help anything. But I, I just, yeah, he. It's a generational. You didn't kind know. Of I mean, that was such a stacked team, and I know Chase was the best receiver on that twenty-plus touchdowns for the Tigers. Is Joe Burrow? Is Justin Jefferson? You had Thaddeus Moss at tight end. You had, uh, I mean, was Clyde, it Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire before he fell out of favor in the NFL. I mean, it was yeah, it was one of the best, if not the best, college, uh, especially on the offensive side of the football, like collections of talent we've ever seen. You can you can make an argument that Jamar Chase's rookie year is like the greatest seen most dominant by a, a rookie wide receiver and like carrying a team to the Super Bowl. So I, I think that that's why the expectations for Marvin should be should be tempered because that, that that's an outlier because he had Joe Burrow and, and the stars aligned that year. But like if the Cardinals draft Marvin Harrison Jr., whether it's with Caleb or with Kyler Murray, like I, I think the expectation is year one. I mean, you're looking at. 1200 yards, 8 to 10 touchdowns for for a guy who is going to be the most plug and play player this franchise has had. How tall was Marvin Harrison? Marvin Harrison was like barely 6 he, feet, was he? Yeah. Is his mom tall? Typically though, mm. sometimes you get your height from your your grandpa. Like my mm. my dad is 6 foot. My father-in-law is 6 foot. So my my kids are going to be tall, but my grandpa's my my late grandfather was like five four when he died, and then my other grandpa, who's in, who's nine, he's gonna be ninety four, mm-hmm. is like five three, and he's continued to shrink. A little Italian man, 
And so I'm five, six as a result. So I, sometimes it can be from a grandparent. Yeah. So we don't know if he's got a grandparent that's tall. Six, four, two Oh five, 20 years old, be 21 next year. I can't, I I can't get excited about it. Like we get lost in why? Because, because I want it so bad. Stick in the mud. I I need it for this team (laughs) and I don't want them to blow it. I want it to work out. I mean, I want I want it way more than than the people that want Caleb Williams. Like I I want Marvin I want to yeah. watch Marvin Harrison play on Sundays for this for this team because Caleb because you have Kyler Murray and you've seen Kyler Murray light teams up. Like I like Hollywood Brown and we're excited about Michael Wilson. Cardinals don't have a player of the caliber of Marvin Harrison Jr. That's not newsflash, but it's just they they just Kyler Kyler Murray could end up being a much better pro than Caleb Williams. That's not a hot take that Kyler mm. could turn turn things around under Gannon and get healthy and be yeah. a stud for I, five I think years. If you just look at mechanics, like Kyler Murray is way more mechanically sound than than Caleb Williams. I, I agree with that hundred percent. It's just the size and the and the ability to stay healthy. I mean just to to finish seasons. And again that it's not a knock on K1. Those are those are facts. Daniel in the chat 2024 it's going to be the biggest draft in Cardinal history, Chicago, St. Louis, or Arizona. doesn't matter. We contend in 2024. I think it, it is going to be the biggest draft because we mentioned on yesterday's show, Daniel, that they're, they're not done adding picks. They're, they'll add more picks. They'll get more picks. They've got comp picks coming their way, um, and they've got money, so they don't need to trade for players next offseason to be able to add to the roster. They can go and buy whomever they want to buy. But, yeah. I mean, it just – and I, I think, you know, they could trade up in the draft, use some of those day three picks. But, I mean, it would not surprise me. Right now they've got two firsts, a second, and three thirds. They've got three picks that are going to be top 100 picks. It would not surprise me if we get to the draft and they have like five or six top 100 picks. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. Get Marvin Harrison to the Valley. Get him to more furniture. Have him deck out what he's going to be able to cash in with that sweet, sweet rookie contract. Save up to 40% right now uh, because of their 4th of July sale. Get over to morefurniture.com. Shop right now. Check out everything that they have. They've got special financing available for anybody. You can talk to somebody about custom order furniture. Speak with a design consultant. And, of course, when you do make that purchase, morefurniture.com, or you check out their store here. They've got Valley locations. Uh, you can take advantage of the white glove delivery because it's going to reach triple digits, going to reach 110. You don't want to have to be out there moving furniture around. I just bought a shed, just bought a shed this morning. Oh, you did? You bought yeah. the shed? Yeah, I got the shed, loaded it up in my truck. Of course, the, the friendly people over at Lowe's loaded it up. And nice. then when I got it home, then I was at SOL. I had no idea. And in 110 degree heat, I'm there moving this gigantic shed box that has a shed in it and all its pieces. And I'm, I'm straining, I'm, th- you know, basically tearing every ligament muscle that I have left in my body, trying to move Smart. this from the front yard to the backyard. I wanted that sweet, sweet white glove delivery where they would have taken a li- uh, taken advantage of all the, the heavy lifting that I had to put in today for yeah. being the good you husband and father that I am. Yeah. More furniture. Take advantage of it. No, Why it's can- me. Sorry, my me. Oh, yeah. White glove, deli- <laughs> White glove delivery at morefurniture.com. Um, reality is, according to Jalen, cards need to leave 2024 draft with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., the best D tackle in the draft. I agree with a big asterisk. Sign me up today. Unless they, have, unless they have a number one pick. 100%, Jalen. Yeah. Uh, uh, they need to also leave with a membership 
uh, to Octane Raceway and Maverick because what are you doing if you're not hanging out right there, staying cool in the summer, playing uh, virtual reality, uh, doing a little axe throwing with our guy Howard Balzer, laser tag. They've got bowling. You want to bowl for free? My son's driving us nuts. He needs something to do. I'm taking him to Octane Raceway and Mavericks. School's out for the summer. God help us. But children 15 and under are eligible for two free games a day at Octane Raceway and Maverick. Grow the game of bowling. It's a great game. It's a lot of fun. So is Octane Raceway and Maverick. You can bowl for free if you're a youngster under 15 through August 4th. So go nuts in July. Have a great time. Great food, drinks, arcade, tons of different events throughout the summer. Just a, a staple of Phoenix in the Valley. Check out OctaneRaceway.com, Maverick.com to learn more. I want to learn more at GoPHNX.com, though. Our guy Howard Balzer cranked out a banger of a new article. Where the hell is BJ Ogilari's contract? Howard Balzer <laughs> tells us about that and more. Slam the promo code Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D, and Bo Brock. Become a diehard in the meantime. Yep, and you're going to want to be a diehard come training camp. We're going to have exclusive content in the Discord, the member Discord. We'll be talking Cardinals football between now and then, just like the chat during live shows. The chat continues off air. Join us in the member Discord, but the only way to do that is to sign up at gophnx.com, phnxlocker.com, where when you do become a member, you get uh, free swag from PHNX Locker, like uh, our PHNX hats we got going on. We got all the great shirts. It's like this Coyotes one just over my shoulder, the Sun Devils one, give them Hell Devils t-shirt. Anyone you like, any of the great Cardinals gear that we have in the PHNX locker, you can get it faux free just by becoming a diehard member today. Uh, you love to see that. Everybody have a safe, happy, fun holiday weekend. We are back on a Monday. want to hang out with you. Uh, but in the meantime, like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star Follow us on Twitter, PHNX underscore Cardinals. Subscribe to the YouTube page. It's PHNX Sports. Just crossed 14,000 followers and climbing. He's Bull Brock at Bull Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. Have a great weekend.